What is this? For the mess. For the mess. Can I begin? Uh-huh, it's the chill kit. I got the cards to the deck you should deal with. I got the flows and not your head. Can you feel it? I put the beans in the bag and I would never spill it. Yes, sir, damn right. I keep it low-key. They must got all time as if they say that they know. Hey, welcome to the Forder Massive Podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. Hey, I'm back. I'm back with a banger. I'm back with a certified banger. I know I say that about every episode, but this is going to be, like, epic. You know, I'm super excited. My homie took the time out to jump on the podcast. Um, but before we get into the show, uh, we have admin tasks we got to take care of. So follow us on all, all platforms at For The Masses Podcast and on YouTube at JB The Masses Podcast. Hey, I see the views. Make sure everyone's subscribing. Make sure you're signing up on all, all podcast platforms and leaving reviews. All right, let's continue to grow the show. And I'm super grateful and blessed that my homie jumped on the podcast. He was my next door neighbor in college. One of my the few people that like wasn't a wrestler that we were just like chill with and we actually like, hung out with. So I'm super excited. But I have uh, Haywood Highsmith with the Miami Heat. My guy, what's good? Appreciate what's you up, having me. How you doing? Hey, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. No problem. No problem. Appreciate it. Yeah, bro. So I I I um every time I'm like a Miami Heat game is on, I'm like, yo, my, my homie, this is my homie right here. And everyone think I'm capping, but I'm like, yo, I'm serious. You know, but some people believe me. <laughs> <laughs> no, all you gotta do is tell them we're to the same school, bro. They go bro. bro, we went to the jazz, bro. And the Jazz, like low key, was like really good at sports, even though like we were just there. Yeah, um, we were we were doing work at the Jazz. Like, oh yeah, Jazz had some good some good teams. Uh, softball, soccer, volleyball was pretty good. Wrestling was good. Basketball was good. Women's basketball, like for that, I mean, it was like a weird thing because it was a West Virginia school. Most of the students yep. were from like DMV, Ohio, or like you know. So, um, yeah, we were pretty good at sports for sure. I would say. For sure. Nah, bro. Nah, it was definitely a vibe, you know. And then, so we got there. We got there. I got there in 2013. Did you come in 2013 or 2014? 2014. 2014. I'm a sophomore on the floor. You and Dom were our next door neighbors, and we used to terrorize you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, freshman year was freshman year was probably one of the funniest years for me, just being in college and getting that experience, and then uh. Dom was such a funny roommate to have. We also had Miggy. Can't leave out Miggy. Oh, uh, Miggy Miguel, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miggy. <laughs> and then, like, you guys living down the whole hall from us. So you're living across the room for us. So, like, you guys, like, come in there, fake wrestle us and all that stuff. It was cool. You know, we didn't take nothing light yeah, of it. But, you know, it was it was cool just, you know, having some cool neighbors for sure. Nah, facts, bro. It was, it was definitely a vibe. And, um... Like, like I saw Sawyer a few weeks ago, bro. He um he uh, we were talking about you, but he um he just got he got married, you know. So. Yeah, I saw. I think he's expecting a kid too, right? Bro, he's gonna have a kid, bro. That's what. That's what's up. That's what's up. And so everyone's everyone's matriculating on, and I see Dom rap, bro. Yeah, he's a rapper now. He's a rapper now. Yeah. I was like, yo, I talk to, to Dom every now and then. We still talk. That's what, it was just cool. Yeah. Hey, tell him to put me on a track. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'm trying to get on one too. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So. Um, I, um, you know, I just, I just, I, you know, I started podcasting I went from rap to podcasting. So, <laughs> like, so you, you can tell them that, bro. Yeah, but, for sure. but like super excited to have you on, bro. Like, I think 
the biggest the biggest inspiration like in our immediate circle is like you you know other than like max you know max uh he, you know he um he wrestled on the costa rican national team oh nice i'll be i follow him on instagram i'll be wondering like where he be at but that's that's what's up that's nice yeah bro costa rican national team he's a rtc which is like their like it's like the olympic training center and the regional training centers everywhere he uh yeah he's sponsored by uh the indiana uh, regional training center um, sponsored by Costa Rica, and he just like travels around the world wrestling, bro. Wow, like wow. on some Crazy. like heavy stuff. So yeah, he he's trying to make the next Olympics and stuff. Um, he he got some world medals, so he's doing it, bro. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, but so like you and him, you and him, you know, obviously he was my roommate, but like you and him, like yeah, super inspirations. But like the thing that always stuck out about you, bro, like because like freshman year, you know, you started getting your your playing time, and then you started like getting like you know, getting really really good. But you were just like hella humble throughout the process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just always how I've been throughout my life. You know, I don't like to, you know, be so cocky and be so, you know, like that guy who wants to just, oh, like I do this and do that. Like, nah, like, you know, good things come to people like who are humble, who just, you know, work for it, pray for it, you know, and just keep yeah. grinding, you know, and just give God all the things, give everybody else all the things, you know? So mm-hmm. I've always been a humble person for sure. Uh, yeah, I like it. Like, and I think that's was like the like a super dope thing. And then all the homies around you were like ragging on you because they would they would be more like, "Yo, like you just drop all these buckets, like you know, yeah. celebrate." You yeah, know, like, like, hey man, like we'll play the game, man. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I think a part of that also was Coach Sanicom, my coach. Like he was also a guy who you know he didn't like all that extra stuff, you know. But uh, you know, I just fell into my role, you know, just there. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it was like also because you were just like chill, like. Well, to, with us too, like we would play intramural basketball, and obviously we're not that good because we're wrestlers and like just like crazy. Right. But, like Mi- Miggy would be out there dropping buckets with us, and then <laughs> y- y'all would just come down and coach us. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, that was fun. I miss <laughs> that was so fun. Just you know, intramurals was just crazy. We had a nice squad, some good wrestlers who knew how to hoop. You know, we had like some other guys who didn't make the who wasn't playing on the um, the team. It was, but they get to play intramurals, so it was nice just to see them get some runs. Nice to compete against some other people and nice to be a coach a little bit and just sit yeah. back and watch basketball for a change. But yeah, it was fun. You uh you think you're gonna do some coaching like in the in the summertime when you're not doing summer league or something like that to like you know, like for the youth? Yeah, for sure. I definitely wanna definitely give back and help out, you know, kids that are, you know, trying to inspire to be better basketball players, you know. Um the way the way that it happened for me, you know, I had a lot of adult figures in my life that helped me throughout my years. So, you know, I definitely wanna be be a person who can help kids, you know, whoever, you know, with their basketball journey, you know, and just make a difference somehow. Yeah, most definitely. And, I, well, and we're going to fast forward back here because I think it's something valuable in what you said just now. But, you know, everyone, some people don't know who you are yet, you know. Um, it's, it's been very, very recent that you, you know, you've been, like, stepping into the limelight. So, like, where are you from? Tell everyone, like, wh- wh- where you're from and, like, what you do. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh kind of, you know, I'm a big, big Baltimore person. I rep it, you know, 4-1-0, a diehard Ravens fan, uh, you know. So, um, you know, growing up, I just – I played basketball and football. My father taught me how to play basketball. I was just naturally good at both sports, you know, just being uh, kind of athletic, kind of tall, you know, had some, um, you know, some athletic genes in my in my, in my my family. You know, my father, uncles, my, my, my mother was pretty tall as well. So I was pretty tall growing up and – uh yeah, I man, just playing basketball my whole life. Got recruited by San Cone for Whaling. Went there, was grinding, grinding, grinding. Didn't even think about playing professional basketball. 
Um, when I really got there, I was just trying to just, you know, get a scholarship and just get a free education, to be honest yeah, with you. Nice. Once once I just started grinding and grinding, you know, I just got better and better each year. And, um, you know, I just became became who I am today, which is a professional basketball player, NBA, NBA professional basketball player, as, as people want to say. But, like, you know, it's just it's been a crazy experience. You know, I love – of course, I love my job, you know, making making money playing basketball. What else can I ask for? But, uh yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's so great. I'm so grateful and just so, so thankful that, you know, I've, the decisions that I made have got me here. You know, I don't know if I would be the person I am. It wasn't for Wheeling. It wasn't for Campbell Seneca. It wasn't for some professors at Wheeling as well. It wasn't for some of the people I met at Wheeling as well. So, you know, I'm just thankful to be here. And, um, you know, yeah, it's pretty much the story behind me. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you expedited, but like, so like when you were in high school, obviously you were a pretty good play ball player. Maryland's a pretty good state to play basketball in, especially yeah. Baltimore, right? Just a lot yeah. of like straight athletes, right? Yeah, and, um, for sure, for sure. So like you, you specifically, how come? Because I mean, I'm gonna go into your accolades later on for what you what you did when you were at Willing, but what? Why didn't you go D1 or anything like that, or another D2 school? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I think. In high school, I wasn't really, you know, fully developed as a player enough to get the interest from Division One schools. Um, I was in high school; I didn't work, you know, as hard as I did in college. I would say I was not the biggest, you know, doing extra stuff in the gym, extra shots, extra lifting, extra conditioning. Like I wasn't the biggest worker off, other than practice and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty much a skinny kid. Um, you know, wasn't fully developed. Like I said, my body was still kind of growing, I guess, you know, I didn't lift a lot of weights. So, you know, I guess some division ones, they, I, I did get some interest from division ones, but I never got like a fully offer. So, um, yeah, I was really thinking about, I honestly, out of high school, I was thinking about going to prep school oh. and like just trying to grind there, to be honest with you. But, um, prep school, um, prep school was pretty, not really, it wasn't expensive, but my parents had to pay, you know, some type of money for me to go. And I didn't, I just didn't want them to do that. They put me through a nice high school, a private yeah. school, and they kind of had to pay a little bit for that. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, try to get some interest from some other schools and stuff like that. So I actually graduated high school and I did not know where I was going to college. And I was, I played in like an AU tournament. I don't know if you guys know AU. AU is like summer basketball. Where everybody goes to all these tournaments around the world and stuff like that. So playing an AU tournament. And uh, I like, I was playing good in Atlantic City. Got some interest from Division Two schools. And I was like, okay, Division Two solid. I, I, I always, I had a lot of D3s. I had some D2s, but the, the D2s that looked at me when I played in the AU tournament were pretty, pretty solid. And they were like probably the best schools I was going to get. So I went on two visits to, Wheeling in a college called Wilmington, and um, between them two, basically, I was just like, you know, I'm going to pick Wheeling. Wheeling seems like a good fit. Yeah, you know, I like the coach. Uh, most of the guys coming in were from the same area as me, so you know, it was just a good fit. And um, from there is history. But um, yeah, I mean, D ones, you know, I mean, it just didn't happen for me at the right time. And I guess you know, I got better. I feel like I got much better in college. Like, yeah, I probably could have transferred Division One once I was at Wheeling, but you know, I just stuck stuck there, stuck throughout there, and just grinded. And um, yeah, from there, I just you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's a blessing, bro, because literally it was like this, you know, for you, like, throughout yeah. the, it, like literally, you know, and it's like, I, you know, so, you know, obviously I wrestle and, you know, started like coaching division two. So it's kind of like, I would rather have a guy that comes like this and just like gradually gets better as opposed to a guy he come and he's the man. Cause they don't translate some the same sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I get what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I know you guys saw that too on your team. Like you get this kid, you recruit him, and then he's like, you think he's gonna be like, you know, immediate impact, and he might not be. You know, he yeah. might be, better, but he might not be. 
you know? Yeah, sometimes the translation doesn't always work from high school to college, so, yeah. It, it's real, it's real, bro. So, like, what, what was this, the catalyst for you to, like, shift to, like, hey, I want to work hard here. Hey, I'm already getting this paid for, but how do I work hard and get better while I'm here? Like, what was what was the change? Was it called Sancom? Yeah, like, I mean, pretty, pretty much, you know, the, since the beginning, it was all kind of just Sancom and just the college workouts. Um, you know, I was definitely not used to waking up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m., mm-hmm. none of that, you know, before. You know, I would have trouble. Honestly, I would have trouble waking up sometimes, you know, in college for the for the early morning workouts and stuff. So, um, you know, I just, I mean, I just fought through it in the beginning and stuff because, you know, I, had to, I mean, I got used to it over time. But it definitely was hard in the beginning for me just trying to adjust and stuff. And just trying to, you know, learn how to be a, not only a, a college basketball player, but also a college student basketball player, you know, trying to adjust with the classes and the workouts, stuff like that. Because like I said, in high school, I didn't really work hard, you know, off the I mean, work hard as far as like extra stuff, you know. And um, yeah. Sancom, had, Sancom had us doing conditioning, shooting, lifting, individuals, like all this stuff. We had a conditioning test, like, you know, we had to run a mile in a certain amount of time. So uh, as time went on, I just learned how to just, you know, just work and just, you know, just keep pushing. Um, you know, after my, pretty much after like, you know, my freshman year, I was like, just used to it. It was just easy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was like, you know, it was normal. It was normal. Yeah. Like what I was doing, I was just, you know, work, 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 you know, grind, 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 grind. So, you know, I just learned over time, you know, and, you know, playing for Sancom, obviously, you know, you're going to learn how to work hard if you don't already. So I just, you know, just, I give it all to Sancom and just, you know, the way that he runs things. Now nah, that's phenomenal because I, I like Coach Sancom a lot too. Because I felt like he was like autonomous, you know. He kind of like knew, hey, this is a what we have right now. Like these are our resources. We're gonna like figure it out and like work hard, you know, be like a worker. He was like a coach's coach. Yeah, for sure, for sure. One of the best, probably the best coach I ever had in my. Well, I mean, I've had I've had some NBA coaches now, but but you know what I'm saying. One of the best coaches I ever had. Yeah. Yeah, to that level. No, I yeah. understand that. So like, you you get the Jesuit, you start working hard, but how did the academics help? Like, how did you like get at the academics? Yeah, I mean. I think I would just, you know, owe it up to, you know, just we had certain study hours and stuff that I would have to, you know, do and stuff as a freshman. And um, I think from there, I just, you know, just understood that low key it would be no basketball without school. So I had to take school very seriously. You know, my parents, you know, obviously got me to this school. I was going there for free. So, you know, I had to take advantage of getting a free education. And, um, you know, from there, I just learned how to grind as well in the classroom you know, writing papers, studying every night, you know, studying with my teammates, you know, and then working during the study hours we had and stuff like that. Um, though I definitely went to the library a lot while I was at Willing as well. So, I mean, that was a big help. But I definitely just learned over time how to become a better, you know, student as well. You know, I would say in high school, I, high school obviously is easier than college, but, you know, I definitely learned how to, you know, adjust more in college, I would say. Yeah, no, no facts. I think, um, I think with you too is like, again, going back to humility, bro, like you're, you were so humble. Like everyone would come to the game, see you out there doing work. Like obviously he's like the man, and you would come on campus and you would like ask for your help. You like all the teachers wanted to help you because we had some classes together, you know. And I feel like the teachers were like down to help you because you're like a humble guy. Hey, you like trying, you ask questions. You weren't afraid to be like, you know, like here for education. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and um, I think that's key for like anyone listening. You know that you know wants to you know follow the track of of you. You know, or even just get to the college level is just like being super, super humble, man. And that's why I think you made a lot of friends and people who love you, bro. Nah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I would definitely, you know, want to um, 
definitely chat it up with some of the old Wheeling peoples and hang out with them sooner or later. You know, I'll try to get back to Wheeling for alumni weekend, but you know, it's tough, you know, because I think you guys have it during the season, so it's tough, but you know, yeah, definitely, definitely get down. Yeah. And they show you a lot of love. And it's, it's crazy because I was like, man, y- y'all knew Haywood? Because some of the students, they're a little younger too. You know, yeah. and I'm like, y'all knew Haywood? And then, like, but showing you love, bro. They they don't they might not tag you, mm-hmm. Instagram, but they show you love, bro. So like, I just like I'd be happy for you, man, because you were just so humble, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that for sure. And I'm and that's the theme of the podcast too, by the way. I'm probably gonna name this like um, human humble yeah. beginnings or something. Humble, yeah, humble beginnings. That sounds fire. Sounds that's fire, bro. Yeah. yeah, humble beginnings. So yeah, so you you were at Willing. You started gradually getting better, right? Um, so, you know, a few MEC players of the year, but then your senior year, you, you got what, uh, NCAA division two player of the year. Yeah. And, you know, we went crazy at Jesuit too, bro. Yeah. Like, like, yo, someone at Jesuit got the division two player of the year. Like, like such a huge honor. How did that feel? Man. I mean, that was senior year was one of the best, one of the best years for me as far as that, you know, accolades and awards and stuff. I got a lot of awards, a lot of love, um, you know, I owe it all to just the hard work I put in over the summer, the hard work before the season, hard work during the season, and just, you know, my teammates trusting me, my teammates giving me the, you know, the support and faith. And honestly, San Combs is, you know, telling me that, you know, this is my team, you know, and he just gave me the keys and I drove it. And, um, you know, I mean, that whole experience in year, I loved it. You know, it was so much, so, so much love, so much support. And, you know, and I just, uh, I wish I could go back to that senior year. It was just so fun playing with those guys. Yeah. And just we won the MEC uh, conference championship that year too. That was one of the greatest yeah. moments, greatest moments probably in my life as well. But um, you know, it was just great. You know, being around the guys. That team was so close. And you know, my parents was always at the games. My family was all at the games. So you know, it was it was all love. But um, you know, I, you know, I thank God. It was just a blessing for sure. Nah, nah, most definitely. How do you think uh, the Jesuit like culture? Because I, I tell people like everyone, you know, I have a lot of Jesuit people that come on. And mm-hmm. I tell them, like, hey, it's a culture where, like, you might come there and you might not do service before there. But when you're leaving there, you're, like, super, like, giving and you want to help out. You want to, like, see people win. Like, how do you think the culture added to that and your faith, your your personal faith journey? Yeah, I mean, well, Judge was a small college, so, you know, everybody knows everybody. So we're pretty yeah. much, you know, pretty much a family, a small family. You know, everybody supports everybody. All the each, you know, sport supports, you know, every other sport. You know, I remember I was at soccer games supporting the soccer team. I was at softball games supporting yeah. the softball team. I was supporting the wrestling team. You guys are our, our games versus West Lib, yelling, screaming, you know, being crazy fans, which is beautiful and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just Jets was always going to be, you know, special in my heart because, you know, that's where that's where I started for me kind of as far as, you know, my career is basket, has been a, bas- a serious basketball player. And, you know, I've met so many great people over the, over the years being there. And, um, you know, I'll never forget them. And um, like I said, I definitely want to go back sometime and, you know, just, you know, just hang out there and just, you know, talk to some old some old friends and stuff like that. But, you know, Jesuit was, it was – I made the right decision going there. It was, it was a great experience for me. Great Man, experience. You, you love Jesuit. You, you, <laughs> you like us, bro. You nah, would. I, I mean, obviously, it's not a lot, it's not a lot to do around there. We, you know, we made the most yeah. of it. We had some fun, you know, and uh, we made some memories. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah, man, it's what you make it, and like we really made it like something like crazy fun, you know. And um, what you know what you gotta do now though? What I gotta do? You gotta get the Lucia Lux Vesta trap. The what? The Lucia Lux Vesta trap. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that's the that's the Jesuit symbol or something? Yeah, it's the L U C E A T 
L-U-X, uh, Vestra, V-U-S-T-E-R-A. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know. You got that tattoo? I don't even know. I don't got it. All the wrestlers got it, though. I'm, I'm a CG. All the wrestlers got it? All, all of them, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I got to see what it, I got to see what it looks like for if I just have anything on my butt. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any tats, so I can't talk. But, mm. but yeah, no, nah, it was definitely an amazing time, bro. For, I think for all of us, man, it's just like an intersection. And everyone I talk to feels the same way, you know. So you, you graduated. You went on. Did you enter the draft that senior year? So I did not enter the – well, I mean, I did enter the draft, but I did not get drafted. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you want me to explain, like – what happened as far as after my senior year, I can. Yeah. So, um, so basically, the, the 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 first thing I did was try to sign an agent and see which route to go as far as professionally. Uh, you know, I could have went overseas. I could have tried to, you know, get drafted. But, you know, coming from the venture school is kind of tough nowadays yeah. to get drafted, you know. But um, you also, you know, just try to work yourself into the NBA, you know, fam- NBA bubble somehow, some way, through the G League and stuff like that. But – I uh, I chose the NBA route. You know, my agent felt was best for me because he just felt I was a good, I was a good fit for the NBA. You know, I yeah. was six, 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 seven. You know, long arms could defend, could shoot, do a lot of different things. Vers- versatility as well. But um, didn't have really a lot of NBA workouts. Uh, knew somebody who knew somebody, and then I got a workout with the Thunder, and then I knew somebody with the Sixers. And I got eventually got a summer league training camp thing with the Sixers where I was trying to. Compete for a spot on their summer league team. I actually ended up doing good on that, and they uh, put me on their G League team. And uh, from there, I was just grinding in the G League, grinding in the G League. Eventually, got a call up to the 76ers, my first NBA call up, which was nice. Yep. And um, I mean, yeah, that's that's basically how I got into the you know the G League NBA. You know, from a Division two process, from a Division two, you know, type of thing. It's basically I turned opportunity into you know what, what i am today it was it was yeah, an opportunity yeah. for me to just show what i can do and i showed and i did good and it turned into this basically me being you know a kind of an nba player now yeah that is crazy because it's beautiful for me to see because obviously i was following instagram you know and i would just see you like you know playing with the blue coats that's what they call it blue coats right yeah blue coats yeah Sixers yeah. Julie team blue coats yeah see you playing with the blue coats and obviously like you would have like amazing games on a regular and then when you get the call ups everyone's lit like you know we, yeah. we we tapped in you know for those 10 days and then um you know for me i wasn't really familiar how 10 days work and stuff like that you know so i yeah. saw that then covid happened then you started getting the miami 10 days and i was yeah. like oh, lit. you had like three of those right yeah i had like three of those well in between you know it's crazy in between i actually went to germany to play overseas one year yeah so i saw that but i didn't know where you were so yeah, I was in Germany. I was in. Yeah, I played overseas in Germany. It was a cool experience, you know. But um, it's tough. It's it's kind of tough playing overseas and stuff. You know, you miss a lot of holidays. You know, you're over there by yourself sometimes. It's just, you know. But it's a grind over there. But you know, it was a good experience for me to experience that for sure. Nah, bro, most definitely. And then you and then you came back and then you kept on playing in the G League. Yeah, I kept playing in the G League. And then when the COVID, remember when that that new variant came out? Yeah. Like everybody was catching it, so like a lot of people in the NBA were catching it. So they were they were calling up. They were calling up a lot of people from the G League, and the Heat called me up, which was like kind of another opportunity for me. And I turned yeah. that opportunity into more ten days, and they eventually signed me for the rest of the year. And now, you know, I'm trying to grind and just get, you know, just make sure I'm standing on the team, make sure, you know, I'm trying to just get in the rotation, get some minutes, you know, help this team win somehow, some way. So, you know, now it's just it's just all about grinding and getting ready for the season coming up. Man, that's amazing, bro. 
like I, I'm super happy for you. Like, like I said, man, like, I don't know, like there's some people who like, you know, you just around and like, you, you see the progression, you see the progression. And then like, they were always super humble and like, man, like, I, like, like I'm super happy for you, man. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate and, um, that. So a lot of people who are listening, they're going to be like, hey, this is, I heard Haywood's story. Hey, hey, like I can do it too. I'm from an inner city environment. You know, I, I took some opportunities. I, I got to a place, got into an opportunity to capitalize on it. So how can people like do that, do the same thing? What, what's some advice you can give the people? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, everybody's route is different. You know, don't compare your journey, your route, you know, how you got to where you're at to somebody else's, you know. And, you know, it's all about, you know, patience. You know, your moment is coming, your time is coming, and, you know, don't give up. You know, always keep pushing, keep grinding, and, you know, control what you can control. Um, so, you know, I mean, to summarize it up, it's just all about just, you know, just putting your head down and working, and, you know, and just going from there. You know, once you once you work hard, you know, anything is possible, I feel like. Nah, most definitely, bro. And how do you, how do you feel like, like leaving Jesuit going into this period of like your energy, like how did it impact your faith, like your spiritual journey? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I'm a big believer in God for sure. Um, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll thank God a lot on this on episode we're doing right now, but, um, you know, I go to church, you know, I, I, I go to church. I used to, I used to go to church, but it's kind of hard now, you know, cause I'm in a different city, you know, trying to figure it out and stuff. And I got a lot of things going on, but I watch church, you know, I pray, I do different things, stuff like that. But, um, you know, honestly, honest believe, you know, God has been a big part of everything. You know, he has a plan for me. You know, he's a plan for everybody. Um, you know, before every game I pray, you know, after every game I pray. So, um, you know, I just, you know, I'm a big, I'm not Catholic, you know, which I think the Jesuit, Jesuit was Catholic, yeah. like Catholic school, right? I'm like, yeah. a, I'm, I'm Christian, but it's the same thing as far as, far as God, I feel like. But, um, you know, I think, you know, Jesuit was, was a good, was a good part for me. Hey, you know, had mass, I had, you know, church on Sunday. And stuff like that. But, um, you know, like I said, I'm a big believer in God. You know, I honestly believe I wouldn't be where I was at. It wasn't for God. You know, it wasn't for a lot of things. You know, and I just, you know, I keep staying, you know, keep my faith. You know, I stay stay listening to different things, reading the Bible, stuff like that, for sure. Man, that's phenomenal, bro. And um, like I said, like, I'm, I'm elated for you, honestly. And, um, you know, they pray, you know, definitely, like, great things can happen for you. You know, yeah. it makes you out here the earth, you know. And, um, yeah, you for know, sure. That's real, bro. And um, you know, Haywood, like a lot of people like really look up to you, you know. And so where can they find you? Where can they find you, bro? Where can they find me? Uh well, I mean, if they want to find me on our social media, you know, my yep. Haywood Junior twenty four, H A Y W O D J R twenty four, my Instagram. Um, I mean if you message me and I didn't if I if I didn't reply, I must have not seen it. Um I do check my requests from every now and then to see you know, messaging me, see if anybody I know stuff like that. Sometimes it's spam, so you know I don't look at it. But you can message me on there. Um, you can email me also, uh, Haywood Junior Twenty Four at Gmail dot com. It's the same thing as my Instagram, which is at at Gmail dot com at the end. And uh, I'm not really on Twitter a lot, but I'll throw my Twitter out there. It's Haywood Twenty Four underscore Seven. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants my personal number, they have to just message me. I'm not gonna get my personal number out there. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always in the gym grinding. So you really want to find me? I'm in some gym somewhere in the world, probably. Man, that's phenomenal, bro. Hey, Haywood, bro, I appreciate you like jumping on the podcast, bro. Nah, no problem. Appreciate you having me, bro. Anything, you know, this is this is I love I love doing dope things with dope people, man. You're a dope person. Appreciate you. Hey, that means the world to me, bro. Yeah. Hey, and we'll talk soon, bro.
Now we'll talk to him, my guy. Appreciate. It. Wow, what a phenomenal episode with Haywood Highsmith, right? A super, super inspirational story. Like, and he really does like prove that hey, you can do it too. You know, you can do it too, and that's a blessing. You know, he talks about his work ethic. We talk about things like his faith here, and just like the humility this dude has. You know, so humble beginnings, humble beginnings. Hey, everyone, thank you for joining for the Masses podcast. This podcast is dedicated to my lovely mother, Alfreda Bullock. She ran her race with elegance and pride. I love you forever.